I'm Hanan. I'm Lena. And this is the Obnoxiously Pleasant Podcast. Uh, we're back. Yes. Right? Yes. Thank you, everybody, for being so patient with us. Um, we were supposed to come back right after Eid. Yeah. And then we had like an unexpected delay. But we're back. And yeah, in person yeah, again. Yeah. yeah, we were supposed to just take one week off, but... We took like three? Some things Four? happened. Yes. Yeah, we took... So, we, we, so, lots of things happened. You know, I would <sighs> say like life gets in the way, but yeah. that's not an excuse. But... We are back. Um, so we took a, like Lena was saying, we took a brief delay. I don't know if you guys follow us on Instagram or TikTok. Um, if you don't, uh, you will have seen that we took a brief delay. Schedules got busy. Um, Lena got the cocoa, as yeah, I like I to did. say. Yeah, I did. So that was issue number one was Lena got the cocoa. But I'm cocoa free now. Yeah, yes. obviously. Yes. We won't be doing it in person yeah, if she yeah, wasn't yeah. COVID free. Yeah. Um, and then second, if you guys were watching our videos, you will see that um, it's been about a week now. Right. Yes. It's been a week, a little yeah. over a week. Um, Lena lost a dear friend and colleague, um, a senior, uh, senior and seasoned Al Jazeera reporter, Shirin Abu Akla, who was mm-hmm. killed by IDF forces um, in Jenin last week. Was it last Tuesday or last it was Wednesday? Last Wednesday. Last Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's been just like a whirlwind. If you watch the news and saw that, amazing. If you haven't, we'll spend a little bit of time talking yes. about that today yes. because that's an issue that matters to the both of us it doesn't matter yeah i mean it was it was pretty it was pretty hard i mean i'm still like in the grieving process um because she wasn't just this veteran journalist that was very well respected and 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 liked she was also a a close friend like you mentioned she was a dear friend of mine and it hit me hard of course it really did yeah yeah, of Um, course because and i think i mentioned this to you before for us palestinians like her her murder yeah, and this is what I'm going to call it. It is a murder. Um, she, I agree. Yeah, because, you know, she and you mentioned this in your TikTok video uh, that you posted. She was clearly wearing a press vest and she was uh, wearing her helmet and she was still killed. Yeah, um, it's really hard. I yeah. agree. So for, for and I and like I said, going back to my original thought, um, like I mentioned to you before, as a Palestinian, you know, and as a journalist, this hit me. There's so many different layers, of layers to this. Um, the first thing, obviously, is oh my god, I lost a good friend of mine, and and what's crazy is you know I get notifications because I am I am a journalist, so I get these notifications on my phone before anybody else yeah. gets them. And the first thing I I saw, like I was sitting, it was late, and I was maybe like 12 a.m., 11:50, something like that. And I get a notification. It says, uh, Al, Jazeera, "Al Jazeera journalist um, shot and wounded." Yeah, because I think the initial reports just said Al Jazeera yeah. journalist. It didn't mention shot any names. and wounded in the West Bank or Janine. And so I was like, "What? Oh my god!" So because I know the people yeah. in the Ramallah office, like I know a lot of them. Like, oh my god, this is not, like hopefully, hopefully they're just injured. Yeah. You know. And then what's so hor- horrifying is that I click on the link. It takes me to a Twitter account. And this person had posted a really graphic video. Video, And then when I find out it's Shireen, I'm like, no, no, this is not good. Because if you see, like, and I'm, I was so upset because people needed, like, I was so upset that people were sharing that video because it was just so disrespectful. Like, and I get it, like, the initial response, people are posting this, but I did not want to see her like that. Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. And, and I knew as soon as I saw her, and then there was another video of her in the car uh, trying to, they're trying to rush her to the hospital. I knew immediately. I'm like, this is not good. She does not look good. Okay, so this is not. It's not gonna. It's not a good thing. You know. So anyway, I was like, this can't be true. This can't be true. So obviously, I turn on Al Jazeera. Yeah. And they're talking about it. And the bureau chief, Walid Al Omari, he's on his way 
to the hospital and I'm like, okay, this is good. This maybe, maybe there's a, there's a way, yeah. maybe there's a way, you know? And that was my initial um, response to it. I just, I was hoping and praying that she's going to make it somehow. And then literally 10 minutes later, they I come know. on and they say, no, she was killed and she died and she's no longer with us. And I, I lost it. You know, like the, the, initial, the initial thing for me, the initial response was, oh my God, my friend just was killed by the Israeli army. And then later on, like after a couple of days, you're like, why is this happening? Why does this continue to happen to us Palestinians? Yeah. And I think that that's like, that's honestly, like, that's one of the things I wanted us to focus on today was it's not so much, you know, yes. And this happens everywhere, right? Like I, I understand that journalists die while they're doing their work. I understand that they pick these jobs. I understand that it's difficult, but I think it's, you know, I, me personally, I like to look at like the human aspect of everything, right? Like this is just an example, another example of transgression, uh, you know, a transgression by the, the IDF against just civilians. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is a civilian. Yes, she's wearing a press vest. Yes, she chose to be there, but she did not choose to get yeah. shot in the head in an exactly. area under her helmet where, you know, that's not covered. And and for me, the way I look at it is like, you know, I have my, 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 my best friend is a journalist. My husband, my husband's a former journalist, right? And in, in his past life, as I like to say, he was a journalist. I have lots of friends who do this job. I have lots of friends who do this job in very tough and difficult places. And I'm forever grateful for them for sharing stories, for bringing the truth to light. I have lots of friends who did this in all different parts of the world. And you feel this sadness that there is just this over arching force that just wants to like quiet the truth. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, like that's what bothers me the most is like, this is an, this is an overt like action to silence somebody trying to show the truth of what's happening on the ground. Absolutely. And whether it's in Palestine, whether it happens in Iraq, it happens in Syria, it happens in Ukraine, it happens wherever. Like I would have the same, my, my, like the, the, the level I think of anger that I have about this would be exactly the same mm-hmm. that I think I know. If this happened to anybody, anywhere. Yeah, but, you know, I wanted to mention, because you said, you know, she's a civilian, she got shot. But, you know, I just want to also mention that she was a veteran journalist who knew her way around Janine, who yeah. knew Janine very well, because she covered Janine in the second yeah. intifada. Uh, but the thing is, she's not going to put herself in harm's way intentionally. No, no. So she, she, I can, I can. But that's what the eyewitnesses were saying. Yeah, they said that, that it, they thought it would be safe to cross. Exactly. Because she's been doing this for quite some time. Since yeah. 1997, she's with, she was with LG. Jazeera, and then she was, I think, with uh, a radio station in Palestine. But the point is, she's not going to put herself, mm-hmm. she's not going to be irresponsible to put her, herself yeah, yeah, in a situation, or her team. And and the reason she got shot is she was going to help her colleague who was also shot in the back. You know, so it's 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 not like she was, you know, um, uh, irresponsible or like uncaut- she was very cautious. So she honestly, knew. honestly, I think it's yes, she knew. And I think it was targeted at the same time. A huge part of me, obviously, like I'm a very um, well, you guys haven't figured out by now. I'm Muslim. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. So a, a huge part of me believes that it was her time. Obviously, this is this is we all you know, it's what we call maktub. It's like written, right? Mm-hmm. Your whole life story is like written from from birth until until you die. So like a huge part of me understands that this was the way that God chose for her to to die. Yeah, but I think there's a re- and I think there's a reason. Of for course. That. Oh, yeah. You know? Of course. Yeah. There is there is like, how do you the, the best way to uncover 
or expose something is by picking somebody like that is so high profile and showing that even that person as, as like Lena saying, as veteran as she was, she knew her way around. She knew what she was doing. She was still, she, she still became a victim of, of these daily transgressions mm-hmm. that happen against the Palestinian people in the occupied territories. Yeah. And, and, and had it not been her, she probably would have been there reporting on the other journalist who, who died. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's why, you know, for, for like, she was the one, and you mentioned this also in your video, she was the one covering these stories yeah. that nobody wanted to cover. And no story was too little for her. Yeah. And, and the reason you saw the outpouring... Uh, that's why people love yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. Because that's why she people was, loved her. She, you know, as a journalist, she was down to earth. But also, like, when you meet her, when you get to know her, you're kind of shocked at yeah. how humble she was and how down to earth she was and just so loving and so sweet and so kind. And 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 like I said, for me, the, there's different, like, and I'm still, like, you know, dealing with this. But, like, the initial reaction is, like, oh, my God, Shireen, my friend, is gone. Okay? And then the anger kind of sets in. Of course. In because... As a Palestinian, I get like I'm, we're tired. We're tired yeah. of having to deal with this. And and you know, like uh, you think it's shocking, but no, it's not shocking. I mean, I'm not shocked. I'm shocked that I lost a friend. That's the shock yeah, yeah, factor yeah, yeah, for yeah. me. But it's not shocking that this government, the Israeli government, and the Israeli military continue. They do this on a daily basis. And like before, before we continue, and I know we usually like come here and it's a place to disconnect and it's a place to yeah, be fun. But, but it's it was very important for the both of us that we talk about this. Yeah, like yeah. this is um, this is, and it's not about you know, it's not about. Um, being empathetic, sympathetic, whatever. No, it's just about talking about th- something that matters to both of us, yeah, right? It does. I'm not making this a political issue. I'm not making this a religious issue, but this is something that matters wholly and totally for the both of us. So it was very important for us to come on here and say that what happened to this woman was not right. No. And, and I like had, again, had this happened anywhere else. And I understand there, you know, there may be some feedback of saying like, well, um, it's only because she's, you know, Arab American or it's only because she's Palestinian and because you guys are Arab American. No, no. What matters to me the most is because she's a human and she's a journalist. And I would feel this way if anybody doing their job to shed light on the truth and on what's actually happening and to share human stories died this way, I would be just as like sympathetic towards the situation. And so for me, it's, um, it matters because this woman was, she, she did something honestly that a lot of people were not capable of doing. She freaking humanized Palestinians for 20 plus years. Yes. On Arabic speaking television, I get it. Right. But that is still very important. She never talked about, you know, for her, she, she had an, like an issue that she believed in mm-hmm. and she kept pushing and covering that issue literally until her last dying day. And I have nothing but utter respect for somebody like that. Yes, definitely. So, and, yeah. I mean, and then to add insult to injury, the Israeli uh, police decided to attack the funeral. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I honestly, as like, you know how I said I wasn't shocked, but yeah. that was still shocking to me as a Palestinian. And I don't, I don't live in Palestine, right? I live here, but I have firsthand experience of the crap that Palestinians have to deal with, the oppression and, you know, unjust policies by this Israeli government against them. I, I, I've experienced- By the only democracy in the Middle East. The so-called only democracy, yeah, whatever. So I I know, like, something, like, 90% of the things that are reported out of Palestine aren't shocking to me. But I was still shocked, because I'm like, do you guys not care? The whole world is watching, and you still, you still had the nerve to attack the pallbearers. 
Who does that? I was, but I will tell you something. Like it's, I was one. Um, I, it's not so much that it's shocking because you're like, it, it, you kind of expected it. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean, I mean I, yeah, as I terrible as it finish. sounds, like yeah, yeah as terrible. I was very happy, however, that somebody had the idea to like lock the coffin because that would have been horrendous with all the shaking and the throwing and like it's just such a desecration of this woman's. It, like it's her final moments like, before they, they lay her, her to rest. They killed her, and they wouldn't even let her have a damn funeral. They in literally peace. desecrated that like, moment. Yeah, you you can't. You're not letting Palestinians live in peace, and you're not even letting them die in peace. Can you imagine if the the somebody hadn't had the bright idea to lock that coffin with all the craziness that was happening, and like literally, people, it's like. Like, but you know, me, but, like, but why? Gently, but why? But like, why are you? You're already, you know, you're, you're already disgusting. I'm sorry, you're disgusting. So you're gonna add like the whole world is watching, and you're gonna do this? Like how? How? I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, but you know, I will say like the the nicest thing of this uh, to, to watching this whole experience, mm -hmm. like or this whole situation happen. I think the nicest thing for me to experience was seeing like how much this brought people together, yeah. right? Regardless of like what your religion was and what your, I mean, you had, you know, Muslims, Christians, Jews, anybody who knew that what happened was, was wrong and was a transgression against like a, an innocent woman's life was out there to show support. And I, I love that. I mm -hmm. love that so much because it shows me like, it doesn't leave me jaded. I don't know about you, but for me, it shows me that there is still like good in people. No, there's still good in people, but what good does it do if nothing changes? Like this is, this is as a Palestinian, I'm just so frustrated. I'm, I'm done. And my people are done. Like, can we, can someone like, please, someone for please. the love of God, like, I know, like, listen, the thing is most people you meet know what's up, yeah. especially in today's world with, you know, the inform like, like social media and everything. A lot more people are educated of course, and they're very, understanding so but like that doesn't change anything on the ground no. there is no accountability for for israel no one has held israel accountable for any of their actions and then they they were going to invest it what are you going to investigate you killed her well they decided they're not going to investigate okay anymore. yeah yesterday the news yeah. came out that they're not gonna, okay good because you know what as a palestinian as a journalist i don't I'm need not, this investigation i don't need you you're you are the murderer you killed this person okay doing her job and who wasn't a threat to you so well, they decided that what that like they needed the bullet to conduct the investigation. Yeah, whatever. Right? I mean, it's it's so ridiculous. Like anyone who has just spends fifteen minutes reading up or doing a little research on a story would realize that their entire like PR campaign was yeah. a disaster. To claim that Palestinian gunman shot her, and I don't want to get into the politics. I don't. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of of the so now world. We all know that Lena's tired. No, I am tired of <laughs> yeah. the world knowing that we are under a, a, a brutal occupation, and this is an apartheid regime, and no one does anything about it. So here's the thing, right? Like, and we're not gonna we're like we're not gonna have this discussion about who's gonna do something or not. Cause no, but like, because we're never gonna solve no, no, this no, no, today. No, like right? I said, it's not about politics. I'm honestly not trying to turn this into a political discussion because, like you said, usually this podcast is a little bit. It's a it's a place for yeah. for, for us and for you yeah, guys to just, disconnect with. I'm us. trying to explain to you how Palestinians are. Thinking. I know this is what, I know. why I'm saying this because you guys need to understand that. We are tired of getting killed. We are tired of... Trust of, me, of, sister, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I know. know. But it's just, it's... I just want this to yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> I want this occupation. No, I don't it's, know. And, it's, and it's hard because honestly, like, um, when I think about this, for, for me, this today's episode was really important because, one, if you don't know, you know, that this was like the, the killing of this journalist 
was wrong that like now you know what happened like that yeah. was very important for both and it's important because you know like i said for me it's um I have a lot of friends, including Lena, including my husband, like I said, formerly, who do this for a living. And it matters so much when you have someone good who does this for a yeah. living. Yeah. Um, and she and, was a great journalist. Yeah. She was. She was. And it's, and it's sad, too, because, like, I, for me, this was very difficult because I think of, oh, my God, like, what if this happened to Lena? Yeah. Right? Like, what if this happened to my husband? What if this happened to any of my friends? Like, this would be, it would be horrible, horrible. And I, like I said, I understand that a lot of people are living under oppression. I am not talking about other oppression. I am not talking about, any, I'm talking about this specific incident, that yeah. this specific incident is wrong. Because when you wear that press vest, it's an, it's an armor of sorts. Mm -hmm. And you don't go into these types of spaces or these, a war zone, essentially, without letting both sides know Press is there, press is going to cover yeah. this. So it, it was such a difficult thing to swallow because like the IDF knew they were there. It's not like this was a surprise. You have to get like clearance to show up. You don't just show up like with cameras and you know, your mics and all that stuff and just walk in to cover. No, they know that you're there. You need to get like a clearance yeah, I mean, pass it, or it something. It was a message. It was a message, yeah. you know, the but, message but, you was know, clear. You're trying to, you're, like, you understand what I'm saying, right? No, like, you I, have I get to get, it. like, approval before you go to it's these things. It's not just that, like, like I said, she's not going to put herself in a situation. or her team yeah. in a situation where she thinks it's going to be dangerous. I mean, she survived the the the, the, second the massacre in Janine, for God's yeah. sakes, where I think, I don't know, over 50 people were killed. Yeah. Okay. So, like, she was there. Like, she survived that. And I don't know how many days that lasted. It lasted, like, it lasted a while. A while. Yeah, know? yeah. So, like, she's not, she wasn't born yesterday. She didn't just start this job. Like she knew her way around. I know. You know? Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know, man. I, I, for me, what kills me and still like kills me now is I'll know I'll never hear her say her sign off. Again. Yeah. And it gets me emotional. And I think this is a wonderful place for us to, you know, to end our episode. But this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like why... Like why this matters, right? Like why it's important to, whether it's her or, and for us, like I said, this story was really important because she was such a dear friend for Lena and for a lot of the, you know, the, the, the Al Jazeera colleagues, like the place where they work. It's when you work with people for this amount of time, even if you never, you know, even, even if you don't spend every day together, you become this little family. So it's very hard, like when you lose a family member. Yes. It is very, very difficult. So yeah, for us, it was very important to, you know, before we moved on and we do any of our funny content or I like to say like just yeah. our, 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 our standard episodes or discussion topics, it was very important for us to address this because this is something that, you know, matters to Lena a lot. It matters to me a lot, um, you know, and it should matter to everybody because she was just a human being. Like she was a woman who loved to chat with friends. She loved to shop. She loved yeah. to go dancing. She was a person, yeah, you know? Was. And so, and I get like, and I, and I, like I said, I think it's very important to humanize her. She wasn't just somebody out there doing a job and got accidentally, you know, like shot or killed in a crossfire. This was very intentional. Yeah. Whether or not, you know, the Israelis say yes or no, that's besides the point. What matters is that she was a woman doing her job and she shouldn't have been killed this way. No, and you know, End I, of story. I, I thought I was okay and I had the crying under control. But like I said, every time I remember that, I'm like, I have to get a tissue. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I've kind of composed myself a little bit. Um, I just wanted to say that I, I thought 
that I had enough time to come on and not get emotional. Yeah. But like certain things I remember and then it gets me started again. Of course. You know? So, I mean, I, I'm never going to forget forget her. Of course. Um, and I'm not going to forgive the people that killed her. Um, but inshallah, she's in a better place. Yeah. And honestly, like um, her, even even if we don't, like I truly believe, like even if we don't, there's no closure, quote unquote, like we don't know who did this and there's no, her death will not be in vain. Because if anything, she did exactly what, she aimed to do with her body of work her whole career, which is to humanize Palestinians and to raise awareness on their daily struggle. And even in her dying moment, she did that. She did that. So she literally, she, I couldn't, and I know this doesn't make things better, but I couldn't think of a better way for her to, to go. Yeah. She, she, she died doing one, the things that she loves the most, right? Which was her work Two, She died in a way that continued every single aspect of her life's work, yeah. which is to make sure that people understood what her cause was. Mm-hmm. And so not only did she die for her, she literally died for her cause, which I couldn't think of like a more noble death. Yeah. You know, really. Noble. noble I couldn't is the think word. of a more noble death. Right. Um, but in addition to that, um, she, even in her, even in her death, she is still, people are still talking. Yes. About, yeah what she wanted people to talk about. Yeah, and and I, 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 I truly, I, I really think that that's like, like full circle. Mm-hmm. If you could ever do something full circle in, in, in a career, like yeah. after your death, like posthumously, like she did it. Yeah. And, and just a final thought from, from me. Um, I think for, for us in, in a, like, this is a way for us to honor her and it shouldn't just be this. I mean, obviously we're probably not going to discuss this again. Maybe we will in the future, but I think, Everybody out there, whether you're Palestinian or not Palestinian, anybody who cares about humanity, and I'm not even gonna, this has nothing to do with anything else, yeah. humanity, just to keep her alive, you know, like to keep, to keep remembering her, to keep talking about her, to talk about the plight of the Palestinian people, because you know what? This is what she wanted. And I think for me, I will, I mean, I've always done that, but I'm gonna continue to do so. And I will always remember her and I will always think of her. Um, and I think we need to, um, continue with that. Yeah. And that's a way for us to honor her. Yeah. You know, I agree. That's all I have. Awesome. All right. Thank you. We will see you guys next week. Inshallah.